Ahsoka is finally here. Every choice made has led to this. Welcome back to another Ahsoka-tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And we are finally here with Ahsoka, Season 1, Episode 1, Master and Apprentice. Oops. Your button didn't work. <laughs> uh, yeah, so the long-awaited Ahsoka series is finally back on, on screen. We're here. Probably... The most anticipated project in a while from Star Wars, and so I think the last one that was this anticipated was probably Kenobi. Probably Kenobi because no one and was the one excited for was Andor, like, like yeah. But then that ended up being like the best show ever. But yeah, we're finally here mm. with Ahsoka. Yeah. Uh, but before we jump into our breakdown, a um, couple of things. One, we just had Empire Con this past weekend. Yeah. And so that was a lot of fun. Um, we're probably not going to do like an episode on it or anything, but I believe Lucy, who attended, will be doing a her own breakdown and discussion of EmpireCon on her podcast, the For Light and Life podcast. So she like interviewed people on her phone and like recorded people and asked questions to people and then all that kind of stuff. So go check out Lucy's podcast. She usually posts on Sundays. So this Sunday, I. I'm, guessing he'll be on there if i had a guess so yeah, go I check that out just got home yesterday right? yes yep so go check out lucy's podcast for a deep dive into empire con 2023 um but also at empire con we debuted the vcu so you've been listening you've been hearing us talk about it for like a year and a half now and hearing commercials about it all the time, but it was finally done and complete, and we debuted it at EmpireCon, so it is now live on YouTube to watch. So an hour and a half long fan film that we made. So if you're new to us, you've missed a lot. <laughs> it's, a gr- it's a great, great story. A lot of Lego stop motion and animation. And Dazdor, d- this morning, just posted in the Discord that he started his own Instagram for his animation stuff that he's doing. So... Oh, Go sick. check out uh, Brick Anna Mason. So Mason was an S, like Mason, like oh. Bricklaying. So go check out that on Instagram. We were the first people to follow him, so I'm proud of that. So well, that's dope. Go check out Daz Door. He'll probably do a lot of clips of us. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Oh. Uh, but we might as well get started on this episode. So Drew, like we normally do. What were your overall thoughts on this? Oh, we should say we haven't watched a second episode yet. Yeah, so our predictions and our thoughts and that's all. 
gonna be, be wrong. <laughs> we could be wrong so <laughs> just keep in mind because what we do when two episodes drop in the same day we tend to just do one episode at a time without watching the others so mm-hmm. that being said drew what were your overall thoughts on this first episode i loved it yeah there is no <laughs> complaints at all really wait what no i'm, I'm just saying other people I have not had shared the same opinion, so... Oh, really? I haven't paid any attention to anyone. Really? Okay. Yeah, so I don't know. I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was really good. Um, I think the whole concept of Sabine... Like... I don't know, it's kind of confusing. Because it's like, is she... Was she training to be a Jedi? Is she Force-sensitive? Is she using the Force? Like... We haven't really seen that side, but, like, she deals a lightsaber and then she called herself. Like, she said she would be a good, a, a perfect Jedi or whatever. So, I don't know. There, That's kind of, like, confusing because, like, when we in Rebels, we had no thoughts that that was the route she was going, you know? Right. So, it's kind of interesting to pick up right there because we were predicting like oh she was just training her as like a fighter fighter. but no it's like a jedi so it's kind of cool and i think gonna be interesting concept because be like master and apprentice on both sides potentially so it's kind of cool um i thought the villains like were really intimidating like I, I especially the the apprentice, like she looked like that whole scene when she went to find Sabine, like it felt like we were watching like Maul from episode one. Like it had like <laughs> like that Yeah, feeling. I made that comment in my reaction video of the, the probe droid thing, like yeah, whatever you want to call it. Like, going, I was like, bro, like, is that the same exact model? So I had a quick it's afterwards not. I looked at the it's not the same, but no. I was like, I'm gonna crazy if it was the same. That would have been designed too much on the nose, <laughs> but yeah, because then she was in the distance with her hood up and stuff. I don't know. I liked her. I think it's really cool. Um, I watched it twice because I watched it on the watch party, and then afterwards I watched it with Stephanie, and she even really liked it a lot too. She just felt like um, Sabine's character seems powerful, and like independent but also like she's like well of course she was gonna not show up to the thing she's a rebel i'm like that's not what the okay i like stephanie is like oh yeah she's a rebel of course she's not gonna listen and do this and this and this i'm like well she she that's not what the word okay it's kind of i want to explain all that to you but yeah i don't know overall i liked it a lot um yeah Okay, cool, cool. So, like, before the episode even aired, like, mm-hmm. uh, uh, IGN posted their, like, review of the first two episodes, like, like a, a spoiler-free one, but, like, it showed up on my Facebook feed, like, just mm-hmm. to kind of, like, the screenshot of, like, the quick thoughts and then their number out of 10, and they gave it a seven out of 10, like for the first two episodes. And I'm like, Oh, Oh, this is, I'm scared. Um, so I didn't know what to think going into it. So I, I really liked it, but I'm the opposite in you. 
I if Sabine is force sensitive, I hate that. <laughs> oh. Like a lot of people are are going to be very upset at that. I haven't looked Fine. at a lot of comments because it's like they're just like making that up now, like for her. Like they just completely changed her character. She didn't. She doesn't need to be force sensitive to be a capable person. Like she was amazing in Rebels, like fully competent, like strong, independent. Like she didn't need to be a Jedi. Yeah. And it's weird that she spent all that time um, with Ezra and Kanan, and they never figured out that she was, like, especially, like, Ezra, since they were, like, very close by the end of the series, like, you would think Ezra would have sensed in her, but... Yeah. I'm I'm still... maybe he did, that's why he sent her that video. Yeah, which is... A separate like we didn't see this i don't think we saw no, that specific video in that's a rebels. different one than rebels and also right. when he said sister i was like throw that crap away what the heck? why because that's not the relationship at all what do you Person. mean it wasn't like a brother sister relationship it was more like a couple relationship no it wasn't <laughs> no it wasn't at all what i thought all that right, was a little the view twist, we haven't seen anything in episode two, so don't say anything, but what's up? Oh, the view well. twist, long time no see. Um, I never, I, okay, Ezra did have a crush on Sabine at the beginning of the series. Yeah. But their relationship grew to the point where they were like brother and sister. Like, I totally agree with that. So, oh, okay. But, um, yeah, so it's just weird that they're seem to be making it look like Sabine's force sensitive. And so maybe we're wrong. Maybe they're just dragging us along. Like maybe they're just like messing with us to, and it's, it was never from a certain I'll probably point find out next the next episode. Second episode. But like I I don't really unless it's like she's like she has like five midi chlorians and so she technically <laughs> is force sensitive, but it's not enough to do anything. Like I could be okay with that. Like I could maybe maybe if it was kind of like Chirrut Imwe from Rogue One, where it's just like enough to like fight mm. well, but not enough to like do anything else. But she did also have like a forced dream nightmare. So yeah, and that. she literally called herself a Jedi. Like she said that she would be a good Jedi, right? Based on Ahsoka's definition of it not being easy or whatever. Yeah. So so when she said that, I was like. Uh, okay. So, I don't know. It could still play out where it's not what it seems to be. I mean, I I can understand that that people are going to be upset because, like you said, like, we never got that or knew that or felt like that. Like, the whole Rebels show wasn't based around her character. And now it feels like this is a Shoka show, but it also is a like a Sabine show. Like if at least episode yeah. one felt like that. Like it felt yeah, like there was a lot of more her than there was a lot more Sabine in it in this first episode than I thought there was going to be. Yeah. Um, and so we're gonna have to see how it all plays out. Um, yeah. But I would say what I kind of just kind of like an overall idea of the show, like this first episode of. Um, I really thought that they captured the 
like because Rebels has its own like unique an- animation style and color schemes, like where it's full of like a lot of bright colors. Mm-hmm. Um, and I felt like they did that in this thing, like where it's like basically a live action Rebels, where yeah. there's a lot of bright colors. I thought some of the fight scenes were very like like what could be done in, in animation. Because like, in fight scenes and animation, like they can do whatever they want and like things are exaggerated. And I felt like that a little bit with, like, especially with Sabine fighting the, the droids. Mm-hmm. Like how she like swung around them and got thrown. And it seems like it was a cartoon exaggeration. Yeah. And I thought it was really well how they were able to like make that still feel like an animation Yeah, project. the only reason why I think Sabine is Force-sensitive and they're going there out is because the way she held herself against that Padawan. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> it was funny because your reaction after you post on YouTube, I went just to that scene to like where she was fighting uh-huh. to see your reaction to when she gets stabbed. Yeah. And you were like watching like, Wow, Sabine is holding her own, and then two seconds later, oh, what is she like? She got stabbed. I mean, she <laughs> held her own for a while, and and that thing pissed me off, dude. Ahsoka was so slow, and and I'm I, already, I'm already annoyed at the droid. I'm already done with him. Hu Yang, yeah, he's annoying. Why? It takes too long to do anything. He's first too of all, slow. he's like two thousand years old. He's like the first yeah. droid ever like, made. Let's let's go, bro. Let's go. Like you're like. Mm. So let me explain all this. And even Ahsoka's character is like, get to the point. And then she, he's like, have patience. I didn't make this one lightsaber. When the whole time, like, you're thinking it's the Padawan's lightsaber could p- potentially be, like, because it kind of looked like, like, um, Kanan's. Look like Kanan's a little bit. Yeah. yeah. So, like, the whole time you're, like, thinking, like, <laughs> did they find Kanan's? And then it's not. But then, yeah, I don't know. Like. I like him, the droid, but I'm like, dude, like, he's like, hey, um, I have something for you. Like, he was, like, walking. I'm like, dude, let's go. Like, Sabine's, like, in a fight right now, and you guys are slowly putzing your way across the planet. Like, Well, they were on so far away, like. Yeah, I guess. I don't know. just but, felt like it was slow. But, yeah. So, uh, might as well just jump in scene by scene type of thing. Try and get through this pretty quick. Um, so they, how did you feel about the opening like crawl? Oh, thing? I thought that was so cool. That was cool. It got me hyped. It was like yeah. a weird crawl though, because it, it was, was like, like it was like str- straight up flat. Because mm-hmm. like other like things we've seen in other shows or like whatever was just like straight text on the screen, and then it would fade out, and then come back with another thing. Mm-hmm. So this was like. I thought it looked kind of weird, just a straight text going up flat, just because it's. I don't think we've seen it look like that before. Uh, but it was okay, I guess. Um, I guess like because they want to like separate the shows from the. Every yeah, I get it. I understand why they did. It was just kind of like look kind of weird, but it still had the same feel of like reading a crawl from a movie. So that was kind of cool. So Ooh, Daddy pops is in the chat. What's up? Um. So. We learned from the opening crawl that um, one that so when we see Ahsoka in Mando season two, mm-hmm. you know, she duels Morgan Elsbeth and we find out that she 
captured her and like turned her into the Republic. So like the Republic has her as a prisoner. So we were like, wait, what happened to Morgan Elsbeth? Like, did Osoka mm-hmm. kill her? Like, what's going on? Um, but that's what's happened. And there's just the rumors of the whispers of Grand Admiral Thrawn out in the distance somewhere that could, if he comes back, could bring all the remaining remnants of the Empire together to cause another war. So that's exciting to hear about like that, how it's already right there. It's like, boom, all right, stakes are high. The Empire could return with Thrawn if he comes back, and Morgan Elizabeth is kind of like the only lead. Well, so. and it, and I feel like if you haven't watched, like, Book of Bulba, or, like, you never actually watched... Like, you could watch this show, essentially. Like, with I, the I don't crawl. know. Like, they're, with the crawl, okay. But, with like, the crawl, I, like, I was watching this, I'm like, this whole episode, and... I think a lot of people are going to be really confused. Because, like, they're... Like, I understand. Like, I'm watching... Okay, I see how they're trying to, like, paint the story in this first episode to get people caught up on Rebels, basically. Mm-hmm. But, like, people have have zero connection to anything going on unless you've seen Rebels. Which, so it's like, which might be why it has, like... IG like rated it because they're probably viewing it from that perspective of like if you were right, I get going it. into it. But I feel like the thing is like, but even like Stephanie's never seen any rebels. Like she's seen it on the TV, but she's never like watched it. Watch, you know what I mean? Right. Like, and she enjoyed it. She thought it was fun. Like she knows enough about the Ahsoka character, and then she's learning about Sabine because they're kind of like showing it slowly like that, right. you know. And, like, Hera doesn't mean anything to her, really. But, like, besides that, it's all... I don't know. I think... It, I felt like it. they did it fine with the crawl and stuff. Like, you felt like you weren't just thrown into this universe. Like, you kind of were guided into it a little bit. Yeah, I'll have to ask my, my pastor what he thought. Because he hasn't seen any animated shows. He just watches live-action stuff. So, we should see what he thinks of, like... These first two episodes mm-hmm. and stuff like that, um, but yeah, and so we learn in the crawl though that Morgan Elsbeth tells Ahsoka about a map, <laughs> a map to Thrawn, which I'm like, oh, is this like the map to find Luke Skywalker? I'm like, kind of like it was just kind of like that same feel of like mm-hmm. I don't know, I don't know if to say it's cliche, but it was very like. We've done this before with the whole map, trying to find yeah. the map. But it's fine, whatever. It, it ask, it, Honestly, I didn't think about that at all. It asks a lot of questions, though, or brings up a lot of questions about how, like, how this ancient artifact would have a map to Thrawn, to Thrawn when he disappeared with the Pergil. Like, I'm, I want to know how that makes sense, unless... He just goes in exile from the Pergil, and then like he just goes to another place. Have or is to... that map just to Thrawn's home planet? I don't know, but like it's an ancient artifact by the from the Night Sisters that we learn. Learn, so it's like. Which okay? Did we know that she was? 
we did not know that, but a lot of people were hinting at that, like theorizing that ever since we saw her in Ahsoka. Oh, okay. And then from the one of the, the last trailer, like there's uh, there's like the hollow map thing, and then there's like a little bit of green flame underneath it. My people are like, oh, mm. that's that's it right there. But it is confirmed that Morgan Elsbeth. Okay, I was like, I didn't sister. think we knew that. But uh, it makes we'll get, sense, like even like the way she dresses. Well, we'll get into that, but we'll. we'll and see. then, is there a time jump? I don't know. It's just probably a little bit after Mando season three. So, because that that was like kind of confusing because, like you said, like her hair is all different colors, but maybe she just hasn't had time to dye it because she's been so stressed out. Talking about Morgan? Yeah. I I don't know. Or is it from Ahsoka, like, brainwashing her, essentially, to get all the information? Nah, that's not a thing. <laughs> but she said that. No. Ahsoka said that she... No, you're not... Her, your hair changes color because oh, someone like, does, reads your mind. Okay. <laughs> oh. <laughs> um, Maybe someone reads my mind, but my hair will come back. Nah, you're hopeless. Sorry. <laughs> Once it's gone, it's gone. But, yes. LeBron so, can't grow his hair back. I can't either. But we got a map thing with this episode. Yeah. So there's that. So the first scene that we get is of a New Republic ship. Like a large ship. Um, and they're just cruising along as ships do, you know, in space. And another ship comes into range and they're like watching like what's going on. Like there's no suspicious, like, you know, signal them, tell them, see who they are, blah, blah, blah. And they say it's Jedi. That they use an old Jedi clearance code or whatever. And obviously this is a shock because this is, what, like 35 years or something or more after the fall of the Jedi. So like a Jedi showing up in a ship brings alarm. And so the captain of the ship was of the new Republic ship was already like, I'm calling a bluff. There's no way this is blah, blah, blah. But let's bring them in to see who they really are. And so ship lands and it's Balin and Shin that we've seen from the trailers. And so they come off the ship and they're like, Oh, Hey, what's up? Blah, blah, blah. We're here to see a prisoner. And the captain's like, Oh, you know, getting a signal from Jedi. Is blah, 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 blah. Like, I was kind of like weird little awkward thing. And he's like, well, I don't believe you say who you are. I think you're just an Imperial remnant trying to Imperial. No, he said Imperial oh, trash or, yeah, I was Something. like, dude, chill out. Like, you was so aggressive. What do you mean? Why? <laughs> okay, first of all. You're telling me if a Nazi about... walked up to you and started to, like, no, no, sneak into no, your okay, business? Okay, like, okay. I get that, but <laughs> he was talking all that trash, and his security looked so dumb. <laughs> like, like, bro, you got to have more security if you're going to talk like that, bro. Because he walked up to him. Security wasn't even that really that that close. They had lightsabers clearly on their hill. Like, you could blasters, see it. Blasters on their... No, no, no. I'm saying, like... Oh, well, yeah, because they're Jet- Jedi. Exactly. Quotation. So, so I'm expect? like, dude, you're t- talking all this trash. What do you think is going to happen to you, bro? Like, you're going to die. Like, chill out. 
You're really bad at negotiating, clearly, because you just assume that they're bad guys. Like, what if they weren't bad guys? Well, then they have to prove otherwise that they're not bad guys. Yeah, but don't call them trash. <laughs> you just straight up call them trash. I was like, dang, son, chill. I don't know. I thought it was pretty reasonable, but. I thought it was a little aggressive. But. I mean, he was right. They were trash, but like still. But the captain of the ship was like, all right, we got to scan these guys, see for identification. And Balin's like, well, we'll show you our identification. And then he signals Shin. Shin just starts killing everybody. Balin uses the force to like hold the captain's blaster in place and then says, you got one thing, right? We are no Jedi. And then kills them. And they just work their way through the ship and kill everybody. And so... That was pretty cool. Seeing Balin have his own hallway scene, killing everybody, mm-hmm. which was exciting. So that was a. Uh, so they, the reason why. So this is the ship that Morgan Elsbeth is on, and they are there to free Morgan Elsbeth. And so they, she's in one of the prison cells, and he, he uses the force to like use the the droid port to like unlock the door, which. I don't think we've ever seen a force user open a door like that. No. Because it's always just like, a, a, like they just like move their hand and it just kind of well, opens. I mean, like, even with, throughout like, most of it, they still, oh, like Anakin and Obi-Wan still always had to have R2 open doors. That too, yeah. Like, like we never really saw, like when he did that, I was like, dang, this guy is powerful. Because he was just able to, like, ha- hack the code by, like, twisting it with the force. Yeah. So. That was cool. Yeah. Seeing it like that. Cool. Um, and so they know each other, uh, Morgan and Balin. He's like, oh, I, you're true to your word. Like, you came. He's like, can't imply that he's just being paid to do this. Like, he's hired yeah. help. And so. Which is interesting that it, mm-hmm. he's more of a mercenary type of person rather than on board with whatever Thrawn and Morgan are like. Maybe he is, but he's getting paid either way. So yeah. Um, and then Morgan says, "I got captured by Ahsoka Tano," and so I was hoping that Balin was going to have a bigger reaction. To the name drop, like he was just walking. He was just walking, not phased at all. Because, um, like from the trailer, we know that when he talks to Ahsoka, he brings up Anakin, and he said he spoke highly of you, Ahsoka, and all that stuff. So, like, I was just ho- hoping that he was gonna like maybe just like like stop in a step just a second, keep going, or like yeah, something just to be like, oh, a person is alive that I kind of knew from thirty mm-hmm. some years earlier. But that's it for that. And so I'm trying to. So I didn't take my notes as like I normally do. So I my, my notes aren't as uh, clear as possible. But so Hera. So next, so the scene next after this then is Ahsoka is at some temple ruins, and. She's walking through it, and she enters the temple by 
using her sabers to cut a hole in the ground like she does in the Clone Wars finale. Yeah. Falls Which down. I was going to say, it sounds so much better than the trailer. Like, because in the trailer, we had a lot of music behind it. Right. Like, this scene actually was, like, really cool. Yeah. So, she falls down into a temple, and she's, like, temple, like, room or whatever, and she's kind of looking around, looking at the people's carvings on the walls, and she's kind of, there's a, like, little, like, narrow podium things around in the room. Mm-hmm. And so she, it's, this is basically a video game puzzle. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is, ex- like, I've done this exact same thing dude. in Jedi Fallen Order. I haven't played the second one yet, but I'm assuming there's a lot of same puzzles. Mm. And so I, I swear like a few weeks ago, Star Wars posted an image from this temple ruins and referred to him like, as the Zepho, which are like the people, ancient civilization in Jedi Fallen Order. But like, this is also a Night Sisters temple or something. So now it's like, I don't even remember. I, I can't remember enough from that game. Like, cause I know like there are Night Sisters stuff in the Fallen Order game, but so there's connection between the Night Sisters and the Zepho and they have this I, video game. That was like one thing that Stephanie was like confused. She's like, wait, there's witches in Star Wars? And I'm like, she's like, oh, they're just trying to make up everything. I'm like, no, there's been witches in Star Wars for a long time now. <laughs> it's just, if you haven't watched any of like the the animated stuff, you have no idea. So that's like one kind of thing that's kind of like. Yeah, so hopefully. That might confuse some people. So hopefully we see some cool witch stuff though, like yeah. Well, so it makes sense why she was doing so well fighting Ahsoka, right? In uh, whatever it's called, right? So it'll be. I hope we actually see the magic stuff in this show, just because that'd be cool. Weird, trippy stuff in the animated shows, and so I want people who haven't seen it like see some crazy stuff. <laughs> Um, but Ahsoka, she figures out the puzzle. Another thing comes up and it's like a black pillar thing that it's like sand. So it's on the surface, there's all kinds of like black sand or dust or whatever it is. And so then this thing rises up and it's like a pillar of black sand and she starts like breaking through it. And then you find a ball, a sphere in the middle of it. And I was like, she took it off. And I was like, oh, I was like, you got to put like another weight on there. Like Indiana Jones and like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When she I'm was like, girl, what are you like, doing? <laughs> like Han Solo has been here before. You got to figure out. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I was like waiting for something else to like happen, but it didn't. Um, like, okay, whatever this is, like... Okay. That scene kind of felt like Indiana Jones a little bit. Yeah. Even so the she, music behind it felt... Yeah, so she grabs it, and she jumps up through the hole that she fell through, and there's a droid there, ready to fight her. And she starts walking. It starts walking 
And she says, stop right there. And he's like, you won't be able to stop us. And Ahsoka's like, us? And I was like, this is like a Thanos moment from Infinity War when he, mm-hmm. I was like, I forgot this. I was like doing my reaction video to this. I'm like, I'm still learning how to do reactions. And like, I think of things, but I don't say it fast enough. And then like, if I wait to say it, like five seconds, 10 seconds, it's, like, delayed. it's delayed, it doesn't right. matter anymore. So like, I was thinking like, okay, Thanos. And I'm like 10 seconds, oh, I should have said that <laughs> on my reaction. So mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so four of these droids come out and I thought this was a great fight scene. Like, yeah. I thought it was good choreography. I thought it looked great. Like the colors were great. Like the bright colors with like the red, like electro staff type things. Yeah. Um, even her like creativity of like falling back into the hole and then grabbing a couple down there. Yeah. Like she like made holes from the fall through. Which mm-hmm. was great because it also reminded me of the finale of Clone Wars when they dropped the the floors down so that she had half the enemies to deal yeah. with. Like, mm-hmm. I thought it was great how they did the parallel of like she's still the same person from the Clone Wars but better, mm-hmm. using the same techniques. Like it's just, and then we get that with Sabine too. Just kind of like it's just her character. I'm like, because part of me was thinking through this episode, like seeing like these, like they're all the same people. They're just older now. Yeah. Like, like Thrawn, like learning. Cause what does Thrawn do? He learns people's like tactics, like what they always do. And they are all these, so all these characters are all the same. And it's gonna be interesting to see if Thrawn like picks up on these characteristics of these people and then exploits them. Like Ahsoka's not going to be able to do, some of the things she does normally does because Thrawn is one step ahead of her. Like mm-hmm. the same with like Sabine, like Thrawn's gonna be one step ahead of Sabine. So I'm excited to see how Thrawn deals with, hopefully they play it out like that, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and so she's, Soka's fighting these droids and kills like, I think the main one like chops the head off and he's like, initiate self-destruct to the other droids. And it was cool how this came out of their chest, kind of like the IG droid and Mando. Mm-hmm. And they just, this is just gotten down and Ahsoka runs. And so she runs, calls for Hu Yang to bring the ship. And she was going to land the ship, but she's like, no, you need to keep going. I'm, I'll catch up to you type of thing running. I kind of was like, because how well they accorded, like made it look like she force jumped and stuff. I was, like, hoping they would make her kind of force run a little bit. I know. I was, too. I'm like, what? That was, like, the only thing. I'm like, why why can you jump super dope and, like, clearly use the force? Because, like, even, like, the way they edited it make it look like it was blurry because that's how fast she jumped. But then you're running like a grandma. Like, what what are we doing? I, I don't know. That was they like my a, only thing. I can't believe they haven't brought back the force run yet. Force speed, whatever they call it. Like, we see I it think, once in episode one. That's it. But the, the thing is, um, earlier in this episode, we saw it kind of. Because if you look at the Padawan. You know, we, we saw that in the trailer. Like, we thought that's what she was doing. But watching well, it but here, it wasn't as. It, it was quick, but it wasn't like. She's as agile and quick, but it wasn't like yeah. four speed type thing, which 
I just don't understand with all the stuff from Clone Wars and Rebels yeah. and all this stuff, why they haven't brought back Force Speed to like, like even just a little bit. Like why they think it's just that stupid or something? But because she even Force jumps onto the yeah the ship, but I'm like, you could have like just jump fast. <laughs> like I don't understand. <laughs> like I was just like. I don't know. That was like the only thing that kind of like, I'm like, seriously, you couldn't run faster than that? Like, I don't know. And and maybe it was also her cloak made it seem like she was even slower. It was slowing down like a, like a yeah. parachute. <laughs> yeah. It reminds me of like when you're like in the winter and you have like a jacket on and it's like hard to like walk, run faster than yeah. normal. You know, like that's what it felt like. Yeah. I don't know. And also, the, the ship could just landed where she was in the temple and it's like picked her up and she didn't have to run well that's another thing is those bombs took forever to explode that was yeah, like another that, thing that's like, just star wars this is like thermal yeah. detonators they always have to count down so I, when i first watched the first time i'm like how are those three bombs that huge to like make that entire i think it was like the temple was like yeah it was like a nuke so i was thinking about this so I'm pretty sure all that black dust was flammable, uh, and, that, and that that caused the explosion to be bigger than it should have been. Because like I remember, okay, in science class, blah blah blah, like any fine powder is technically flammable. So that's why like factories that that, that produce or have a lot of flour, they have to have like advanced ventilation systems and stuff because flour can be highly flammable like if yeah it gets airborne or whatever so i'm guessing that's what it was they that all that black dust was flammable or whatever when it got an explosion happened so that's what i'm going with so there's your science lesson for the day kids um so that would make sense yep so ahsoka she gets back on her ship they fly away and hu yang is there because he's flying the ship. And so the question is, how did she find Hu Yang? Why does she have Hu Yang? Like, anyway, like, I, I, he's just there. Like, we didn't get the story. Like, how? Yeah, but from even, like, in the in a little bit when Sabine sees Hu Yang, like, it seems like maybe, maybe after other. Rebels, yeah, she got him. But it's like an interesting droid to have because he's kind of useless in a sense because he's like, he's like, oh, I got my programming. I can't actually help you in anything. I can't, I can do this and this, but so I think I want to know more about why Hu Yang is there specifically rather than this, any other droid. Um, so yeah, yeah, but he kind of like, this makes a shot like, oh, like if you want something to protect you, you got to have a Jedi Padawan learner. Not me. I'm just here. I can only do this, this, and this type of thing. And Ahsoka is like, well, the Jedi fallen has fallen like a long time ago. Like they're not around. Like you don't need to follow your programming type of thing. Just follow me closely next, closer next time. So we don't have to do this again. Um, but yeah, so they, but then they get like a signal from, 
the New Republic. Oh, so they get this signal from New Republic, and Huyang is like, this is Fulcrum. Mm-hmm. So Ahsoka is still going by Fulcrum. Yeah. And so she was, in Rebels, she was Fulcrum for the Rebellion, but now she's Fulcrum for the New Republic. So is she working with the New Republic as like a... Well, she said that she goes where she's needed. Right. But like they, the New Republic specifically reached out to her. Like, well, Hera did. Well, Hera's so high ranking that yeah, it's well, one the same. But I, I think it's either she is working with her with the New Republic, um, or Hera sees that there's these one Ahsoka's prisoner got stolen. Right. Two, it was stolen by what people, they were calling themselves Jedis. Right. So Hera just naturally probably called out to Fulcrum, which was Ahsoka. I don't know if they're like been been working together. I feel like it just seemed to me that like because there wasn't any secrety secrety is that the word? See secrecy, <laughs> secrecy of like because before Ahsoka always kept her identity hidden so that no one would know. Yeah, but she's just like flying in, well, walking and, around, everyone saying, "Hey, what's up?" Blah blah blah. Yeah, yeah. Like now that it's the New Republic, she doesn't need to be in hiding anymore. Right. So, which is interesting. So I say I I still think she's. She's doing her own thing, like hunting down bad guys, like mm. Imperial people probably, but she's also like working with the New Republic, I think. So, but we'll see how it plays out. We'll, I hope we get Rex, bro. Yeah, I totally forgot about him. We gotta get Rex. But would he be like, he'd be old, dude. Yeah, because he'd be, yeah, so old. He'd the be... one that they represent of him in. And Rebels, he's past his prime, but he's still good. Well, even the one that they say that's on the fight of Endor. Right. On it, yeah, that is true. He was in Endor. and he With was, a giant beard. And he was really old there. And this is seven years after Return of the Jedi, probably. And so that's yeah. like aging another 14 years. Which I think not like a couple weeks ago... I could be wrong, but I saw that um, Hasbro Pulse did a three and three quarter inch of that character, and it says Rex on it. Interesting. So, like, Star Wars just like, yeah, we'll confirm that it's a random old guy in the background. Yeah, <laughs> he's Rex. Yeah, like, so, so it's kind of cool. So, if we see Rex, I don't know if he's going to be able to fight. Because he's how old he's aged. Because he'd be trying to think 10 plus 19 is or 13 plus 19 is 34 plus another 12, 13 years on top of that. So he's he's probably knocking on seventy with his twice his age, mm-hmm. or even older. So I got I got do math later, but yeah. So 
Oh, if we see him, it'll be cool. But if we also see him, I'm also like, is he going to die in this series because he's so old and he's not going to fight? Like, he's going to get killed or something. Yeah. I don't want to see Rex die. Like, if we don't see him again, like, I'll be fine. Like, <laughs> I don't need to see him die. That would be really sad. But anyway, Soka lands. Hera comes and greets her. And we got a problem. We need your help. Your prisoner was taken. Blah, blah, blah. And just have the hologram image of the two on the screen. And like, who are they? And um, it was weird because Hera was like, they have abilities like you. I'm like, that's a weird way to... Say the force, considering you literally have a kid by Jedi. By, <laughs> yeah, so it's, it was like a really mm-hmm. weird uh, thing, the way that she said it. Who directed this episode? This is Dave Filoni. And he, John Favreau? No, Dave Filoni. Well, John Favreau was part of like the credits. Well, because he's this production and... Producer and all that type of stuff. But I believe, I want to say Dave Filoni wrote every episode and he's directing episode one and five, I believe it is. Okay. So I kind of wish that, like, he would just do all of them. Yeah. But, like, I don't want. It's a lot of work for one person to, even though Deborah Chow did all of Kenobi, I think. Yeah. And then that one guy did all of Boba Fett. Mm, I don't think so. Yeah, you did. I don't think it was one director Wasn't for, the, for the I whole. thought it was the one guy, which is why. No, that, that was different because I know that episode two of Ahsoka is directed by the same person who directed episode two of the Book of Boba. Oh, okay. So I'm kind of excited for that for episode two because the second episode of Book of Boba was the train heist one and how like. Boba learns to like become a Tusken Raider and all that training and stuff. That was like one of my favorite episodes from that series. Oh. So hopefully this director for episode two um, gets it done as well too. But yeah, so Ahsoka and her, uh, I, it wasn't like an alarm. Like there wasn't like they weren't like eager to <laughs> dwell on what happened there because Ahsoka like, but I got something else. This isn't a bad day. And Hera's like, oh, is that a star map? And Ahsoka's like, oh, it's potentially a, a star map. It's potentially a map to the last Imperial Grand Admiral. And Hera still didn't get what she was saying. And she's like, Thrawn. And Hera's like, it's impossible. He's died at the Battle of Thal. Ahsoka's like, hey, girl, this is Star Wars. Unless you have a body, <laughs> they're not dead. Facts. <laughs> One, if you fall off any cliff, you're never dead. Two, if you don't have a body, you're not dead. Yep. So there's still hope that, that Jyn Erso and Cassian Andor are still alive because there's no body. We never got a body. Right, Drew? <laughs> Mm. You think we kind of got... got a body. <laughs> so we we watched Rogue One at Empire Con. Yes, in theaters and juice. 
and it was funny because like one of my favorite memes from the rogue one is it's like the like set of all the characters like toys but it's just lumps of coal (laughs) um have you seen the one of of them hugging and then the picture underneath is um uncle owen and amperu the skull skull oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like their bodies and ass. Um, it's pretty jacked up but yeah so hera she doesn't believe whatever that thrawn is a threat but ahsoka's like there our enemies are looking for thrawn like there's rumors there's whispers and the fact that our enemies are trying to find thrawn is evidence that he's still alive. And then Hera finally gets it. That means we could find Ezra. And Hera's like, and Hera's like, well, let's look at the map. Let's get this figured out. And he's like, oh, sorry. We don't know how to open this. We're not smart enough, what a apparently. Tease, bro. And so yeah, we, then, we haven't tried to twist it. Yeah, because Sabine finally figures it out later in the episode. And she just turns it like, three times on each circle and it unlocks. I'm like, you didn't even just like play, bro. With it? Like if there's five combinations on each one, it's five times, five times, five is all the possibilities that you get, whatever that comes up. Like five times five is 25. So it's 125 possibilities. Like you could sit there and have who Yang. Well, the thing is you can do even, it. You can, she could probably just do it with a force or like 150. T- that's what? Three minutes, or like maybe I'm just saying, Hu Yang is here. Do all the combinations for me while I make dinner or something for myself. Yeah, like, like he could have done it, but whatever. Unless it had to be certain upright with that symbol, well, be looking up, but there's no up in space. So like, what's I don't I don't know. <laughs> and yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I didn't think about that part, <laughs> but I was thinking more like the sense of like, okay, so. Maybe you could only do it like that once, and if you do it wrong, it just like explodes or something, Maybe. or locks up forever, and that's why Ahsoka didn't play with it. Maybe, but anyway, all I know we're, is we're jumping ahead. Edge is gonna sell so many of these stupid balls, and you're gonna buy one this too. Yeah, so. yep. I already <laughs> ordered it. Hera, so they can't look at the map, and so Hera's like, "Well, you know who can help you with this." Sabine, because she has, she's an artist, and so maybe there's patterns on here, and I'm like, and like even then, like I'm just thinking like, an artist like with the eye for, for art, like, and I'm already thinking of Thrawn already, like they're already planting that seed, because if you know, you know, like if you know, you know, I'm like, dang it, I want Thrawn, and like why can't mm-hmm. we see him? Um, so after that. It jumps to Lothal, and Lothal has never looked better because it was a wreck in Rebels because it was taken over by the Empire. But now it's booming. It looks great. And President Snow is in charge of it. No, that's Azadi from Rebels. I know it just, but it's the same, and then it's the same voice actor. But it's not this actor of. That is Snoke or Snow, right? No. From Hungary? No, that's not the same guy. Oh, why did I think it was the same? That guy? is not the same guy <laughs> at all. Wait, oh no, no, you're right, you're right. Yeah. No. 
No, okay. Yeah. Completely. Well, first of all, the guy from Hunger Games is like 100 years old, and this guy is probably like in yeah, the yeah, yeah. 60s. But what is, I forget his name, the voice actor. Um, but it's a Zadi. We see him throughout Rebels. He's just a, a guy on Lothal that's like a guy. And so he helps kind of like. With I just, I didn't re- really remember his character that way. Well, much. I, just, I just recognize his voice because it's such a unique voice. And I couldn't think of his name in the moment until they say it later. Um, but yeah, so he's, he's like, seemed like to be like the governor or like he's a leader or something like that. So which is cool. Um, and he said several years ago, you know, you know, we had this, this is it's kind of like the anniversary of the battle of Lothal. I think they said it was. And so, yeah. and we no, it was our, the anniversary of, uh, it was the end of the empire. I think he was referring to, to the battle of Lothal in rebels because he talks about our, the rebel crew here. Cause they have the, the, the painting in the background mm-hmm. and, and he's like one of those rebels that freed us was commander Sabine Wren. Let's say I have a speech from her and she's not there. Like, of course. And so then they're stalling for time. And so the other guy that he has like, all right, go say something is Jai Kel, who is also from rebels. He was a kid about Ezra's age that was in the Imperial Academy in like season one or something. Oh Yeah. So that's that same kid. But now he's like 30 years old or something. That's or cool. Th- and so he's like a another leader or something cuz I don't even, I don't think we find out what happened to him. I think we just saw him in that season 1 and he was like accused of being a rebel or something. I can't remember. And so but it's cool. He's alive and well. Um and his is like Calls comms like the security guy. You guys got to find Sabine Wren because she's supposed to be here right now. And then mm. it just goes to Sabine, and we get some rock music, like Star Wars rock so music. Cool. And she's like on her part. on her speeder bike, is going along, looking cool. I wonder and how many people complained about this music, but I loved it. I thought it's just weird because we hear rock music in Jedi Fallen Order, and briefly Zeb is listening to a rock music on his headphones oh, yeah, yeah. in rebels which we didn't see well, zeb yet which i hope we see zeb in this series we will um, we saw him mandalorian for no reason we'll see him um <laughs> but uh we also it kind of brought me back to visions season one when uh was it the boba fett episode when those kids were playing oh rock music? yeah yeah, like exactly. it had like that that cool feeling. What if it was like the same group? Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, what is that? Cool. Their song. It's not <laughs> the same song, but it'd be cool if it was the same group. Like they just yeah. made a reference to that. Um, but would have been yeah, cool so if they would have done the same song, just like added it yeah. in there. That would have been cool. In Japanese. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um. So uh, Sabine, she's going a thousand miles an hour down the highway that we see all the time in rebels. And then, so these two ships come like, Hey, you gotta go back to the city. You got a thing to be at blah, blah, blah. And she's like, no, because that's what Sabine would do. No, but she knows that guy. Yeah. Like Porter, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. And like, I gotta bring you in. And so then they, the one ship 
goes way ahead and blocks the, the road, and Sabine just goes faster and faster and faster, and like, oh, she's not stopping, she's not stopping, and then she turns off her bike, mm-hmm. so it's no longer hovering, and it just skids, and she slides underneath the ship, and then turns it back on, keeps going, and then Porter looks at her and like, all right, you got it. You're, you're good to go. And it's beams like perfect. <laughs> yeah. She's like, he's like, I got, I got to fill all this paperwork down. Like I'm, I'm done. I'm done for the that day. That was too sick. <laughs> that was amazing. I can't even fight this right now. But then I'm also thinking, like looking back now, dang it. She's force sensitive. So that's why she could like do the timing all perfect. I'm like, gosh, dang it. Why are you making her force sensitive? I mean, way cooler if she wasn't force sensitive, but we'll see. We don't know yet. We'll get more answers. Well, it's either she's Force Sensor or she's a Mandalorian. And now she's both. <gasps> Maybe she's going to train Grogu because she's... Because cause Luke wouldn't train a Mandalorian Jedi, but we have a Mandalorian Jedi already in Sabine Red. I didn't oh. think about that. That'd be kind of stupid. You literally just <laughs> came up with that, but that's going to happen, dude. <laughs> um, what have you done? Uh, yeah. So then Sabine, she lives... In the old communication tower, which I'm assuming is still functional. I don't know. I'm trying to think. That's where Ezra lived originally. I think so, I think. yeah. I think Ezra lived up there. And so now she lives there. She has a loath cat. And I'm pretty sure that loath cat was practical. Most of, most of the yeah. scenes are practical. There's mm-hmm. one where it wasn't. but And then we get space cat food for the first time, I think. See that? Yeah. She just dished it out. I'm like, okay, space cat food kind of looks like kibble. It was a, like green bits, kibble bits. Um, and so she gets to work on trying to. Well, first she's kind of like you see like her Mandalorian helmet under the table. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, there she's a Mandalorian. Oh, and then um. She opens she, up the box, and then she has um, the 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 hollow thing from yeah. Ezra, and he just kind of talks to her like, "Hey, I know we're not family, but you're always been like you've, I've seen like a little sister or a sister, and you know Jedi have to make the hard decisions, and I know you can do it." Blah blah blah. It's kind of like I have to go back and listen to what exactly he said, all this stuff, but. She was just kind of like, I think because it was like the anniversary of the Battle of Fall, like that's why she, she didn't go to the thing. She was kind of yeah. like missing Ezra. Um, and it was just cool seeing Ezra. Like, I don't know. Like, how much more of Ezra are we going to see? Because still, I'm still holding out that he's the Inquisitor. I think guy. he is. I but, 100% think he is. I don't see why he wouldn't be. But we'll see. Um, also, did we saw him in this episode, didn't we? Yeah. The Inquisitor. Not the Inquisitor. Yeah, we did. He walked up when Morgan was getting questioned by the Padawan. The Inquisitor w- was walking up with the other guy. I thought that, that was just a droid. One of those. Droids. No, it wasn't. It was the Inquisitor. Uh. It was. 
I guess I missed that. I thought yeah, because he turned around and he had the lightsaber on his back. Oh, I guess I missed that. I thought it was just yeah one of those droids again. Mm-mm. I don't know. We'll have to I'll have to fact check you after. We'll see. Well, I can fact check myself. Right oh, now. okay. Weird flex, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, but after this, they go back to the scene where they're at the ruins, and so it's Morgan Elsbeth. Balin, Shin, and then you say the Inquisitor. Mm-hmm. And they, Balin and who I thought was the droid, they say, well, either it's been, either the key, the map thing has been destroyed or Ahsoka take, took it. And Morgan is like, she has it. And then Shin asks something like, what is this place exactly? And she's like, oh, my... This is a place created by my my ancestors, the Night Sisters. And Shin's like, "Oh, you're a witch. I'm a survivor. I'm not a witch. I'm a survivor." I'm like, okay, so you're a witch. Okay, yeah. Which it begs the question because I'm trying to like. Under, I thought the Night Sisters were like like a race of alien, like an alien race. Like, because there's because on Dathomir, the Night Sisters were female zabriks yeah. which don't have like the horns on the head but then like in Jedi Fallen Order like the the night sister there she's doesn't look like the night sisters from clone wars but she doesn't look fully human she looks more humanoid mm-hmm. with like but maybe she just had like makeup like tattoos and makeup I don't know so like, I'm kind of confused on who the nice sisters. So a couple things. Yes. With this scene, because I'm watching it right now. Yeah. There's still that black powder everywhere. So Man, I don't know. Not all of it's gonna catch. Well, and it, I mean, and it could be like soot now. That from too. The explosion, but it's a hundred percent the Inquisitor. Okay. I, I don't know how you missed that. Cause I, he he even stands there for a little bit and looks at them. It's weird because so he has like two Padawans. No Padawan and just hired help, probably. Oh, if this yeah. if this person is an actualist leftover inquisitor, not not Ezra, then he's probably just looking for work. Like I'm. Oh yeah, that's true. I'm just a bounty hunter, a mercenary, whatever you want me to be. But if it is Ezra, then that adds a lot more elements to like. He has a relationship with Morgan and Balin that he's also trying to find Thrawn, which would be interesting. So, we'll see. And so... um, And then, like, also, like, why wouldn't he be sent to Sabine? I think... so, 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 Morgan tells Shin to go to Lothal. And so... Um, and then Balin says, that's fine, go. And she's like, why? Because Sabine is on Lothal and Ahsoka would need Sabine probably. That's what Morgan's guess is. So why send Shin? I think it's because she's just an easy target to get Sabine. Like I was saying, like, why wouldn't they send the Inquisitor? Because they could use the Inquisitor for harder things, if need be. 
for like Ahsoka. Shin Shin going to get Sabine would be an easy task. You don't need to send the cavalry to get yeah, sure. one person that's and I don't know if Morgan and them know that Sabine was trained by Ahsoka, like if they know she's might be force sensitive or not, but Balin says it's fine. Go get her, whatever. Yeah, that part kind of confused me because, like, why would they just decide to do Sabine? Like, why does Morgan know so much about these characters? I just, I don't know. Which makes me think that she, Morgan, knows that Ahsoka was training. So Sabine. maybe Morgan knows because the Inquisitor is Ezra, and so this, she just has all this insight on these people. Could be true. We'll see. Um, so then it jumps to Sabine having a forced dream of Ezra, and she's tossing turn, wakes up, and then immediately Ahsoka arrives. And like that is not a coincidence that she has this dream, and Ahsoka arrives. This is like the will of the force. She's force sensitive. Blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Um. So Sabine goes and meets Ahsoka like on a platform with like Azadi and other people. And it was kind of an awkward uh, tension type of thing. And Azadi's like, you need to listen to what she has to say. And Hu Yang's like, hey, Master Ren, or I can't remember what he exactly said. But they acknowledge that they know each other, so it's this isn't a new acquisition by Ahsoka to get destroyed or to have destroyed. And so they go on the ship, and Ahsoka is like, "This is a key to find Thrawn. Our enemies are looking for Thrawn. That means we can find Ezra." Oh, I should also mention Sabine. Like had her bed there, like on Ahsoka's ship, like because she had like the drawings and paintings on the wall next to her bed. It's like, oh, okay, so she was there for a while, like with Ahsoka, where she had her own living space. And so I thought that mm-hmm. was interesting. But Ahsoka's like, we need your help. You have the artist's eye to unlock this, you know. And, and then Ahsoka has this awesome room where table and chairs come up from the ground yeah dude that's kind of very cool. practical and then it can go down and go mm-hmm. flat so it's like a training could be like a little training area or something so that's kind of cool i like that design it makes and the quarters feel like way bigger too right a lot more space and so this means like well i need the the layout and the soka shows the layout of the temple and Sabine's like, well, I need the, this this layout of the temple, and I need to take this sphere with me back to my... And Ahsoka's like, no, that's not going to happen. And I was like, she's definitely stealing it. <laughs> like, there's no mm-hmm. way she's... It's Sabine, she's going to steal it. But Hu Yang is like, I got some information for you. Come on back. And it's like this... They go over the saber designs of Shin and Balin, because... For those of you who don't know, Hu Yang was the droids or the the saber smith that every Jedi uh, learned how to build a lightsaber from, and so he yeah. knows every lightsaber made for the past 
2,000 years. He said he mentioned 500 years. 500 years. But I think is he said the last 500 years that a saber was designed like this one. So mm. I think, so I think it's because I'm pretty sure it was longer than that. He's been like 2,000 years. He's been. Was he in the High Republic? Oh yeah, or... definitely. Because he's been around for th- like a couple thousand years or way longer. He was than... in the the uh, New Republic book, right? Right, like the maybe the High I... Republic books. Maybe I don't know. I can't remember, but he's been around for hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years, probably over a thousand years. Uh, he's like, this one I don't know, but this one I do knew, do know, and this was made by do knew. <laughs> this one was made by Balin Skull. So we got information, and we're getting things put together. He's like, all right, this is what's going on, and so Ahsoka goes back out and. Sabine's gone. And so I should mention we also, they had a conversation about being trained, like her being trained by Ahsoka and being faster. And how they both failed each other basically. And yeah, Ahsoka, she made, uh, Sabine says like, I could have been a perfect Jedi basically based on what you're saying about how difficult it was because it was so difficult for me. So yeah, we can't really pitch over so like part of me wants to because th- remember in mando with ahsoka how you know mando wants ahsoka to train grogu and ahsoka's like because of the attachment that he has i can't train you train him and people mm-hmm. are like this is so weird that like ahsoka is taking this attachment thing from the jedi order and like still believes it blah 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 Part of me is thinking, I think that it was her failure with with Sabine. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Because like she had her connect her attachment to Ezra, and like she was marked with trying to find Ezra, and she wants to be trained in the Force so that she can find Ezra. And so this attachment is an issue. So part of me wants to think that that's what happened. Is she saw the attachment thing come out in Sabine, and then that's why she says no to training Grogu. Well, and and uh, she mentions like when she calls hair later, she mentions all like the issues because she's a Mandalorian, and I feel like that that's also like she can relate to that because currently she's been dealing with like attachment to like pretty much the same with the Mandalorian side and stuff like that. So it has a lot of like, probably a lot of flashbacks to what happened with Sabine and I don't know. Yeah. That's all interesting. A lot of, like a lot of history that we don't know. That's like, I want to know what's happened. I like the rumor is we're going to get flashbacks in this Sounds show, like it might even be from Sabine's perspective. But like, part of me is like, if they were going to do flashbacks, they would have done it in this episode, like showing, like them training. But like, maybe we'll still get it. I don't know. I st- I wanted I that scene that she was dreaming of. I wanted to see that. See the dream. Because if it was like the Battle of the Fall, and we can get that live action. 
would be so sick. Yeah. That'd be, be crazy. So or is but, it going to be like, it's like, uh, like into uh, the Spider-Verse where we get flashbacks of like real life and legal life? I don't know. I've, I've never seen a second one, oh, so I don't gosh. know. It's out now. It's out now? But it's well, not on Disney but, Plus, though? No, it's like... Because I don't think it will be Sony, on Disney Plus. Yeah. Which is weird. They have to, like, pay for it. I think it's only on, like, Amazon Prime to buy or something. Lame. Yeah. Mm. Oh, sorry. It's, it's early. really early. This is the earliest we ever recorded an episode, so... Ugh. I'm not going to stretch. One second. Um... <laughs> But yeah, Sabine steals. What would help you with that stress, Jeremy? Um, I was working towards that to the next scene. So <laughs> wait. So Sabine takes the sphere and the scan of the temple and goes back to her place and starts putting in work to like figure out this thing. And it's like kind of like a montage of just her thinking and looking and analyzing. And I'm like, do you think she had to drink something to? keep herself awake and focused during this time drew well she did she walked across the room and poured herself something she did cup. oh there you go and she probably had a drink from our sponsor today wesley andrews coffee and tea and so yeah. if you like coffee and or tea and you need to stay up late and figure out how to save your friend who's lost somewhere in the galaxy just do what Sabine did and drink a cup of Wesley Andrews coffee or tea. So let's take a listen to a commercial from them. Hey everyone, Andrew here. I'm pleased to tell you that the sponsor of today's episode is Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. If you don't know anything about Wesley Andrews, you definitely should. They're an award-winning coffee roaster and shop in Minneapolis, Minnesota, and they make fantastic coffee. The awesome thing is that whether you live in the Twin Cities or not, you can get their coffee beans delivered straight to your door by ordering them online. They even have a subscription service that ensures you never run out of amazing coffee. If you've been looking for some new coffee to try or a way to elevate your normal coffee routine, now's your chance. Head over to wesleyandrews.cc, use the code Empire Radio. that's with a capital E and a capital R with no space at checkout to get 15% off your first purchase of any bags of coffee or a coffee subscription. I can't think of a better deal. Get 15% off some great coffee, support a small business, and support your favorite Star Wars podcast. In the words of Emperor Palpatine, do it. Do it. Do it. You're literally like three seconds late. Dang it. <laughs> But yes, Wesley Andrews Coffee and Tea. We Which had a I'm meet and right now. We had a meet and greet at Wesley Andrews at Empire Con, so that was cool to hang out there. But yeah, if you like to have some coffee, use the promo code and let's continue with the breakdown. We're almost at the end, and so Sabine, she's analyzing. All this stuff. And so as this is happening, Shin is on Lothal and she's there with her ship and some droids and sends out a little probe thing like Malden episode one. Because I thought it was a cool looking scene. Um, so I was like, all right, crap's going to go down. We don't know what's going to happen, but it's going to not be good probably. And so 
Sabine's working on trying to figure out this map and stuff. Now, the one thing that they did in the scene that they should have done was because Sabine gets home and she puts the sphere on the thing and the Lothal cat, Loth cat is like looking at it and is about to like scratch at it. It should have been like him like bumping it to like roll off the side of the thing like cats do, you know, like knock stuff off tables. Well, that, okay. Those, how, how funny would it have been if you, they would have just like, she just took it over there, couldn't figure it out, threw it on the table. The cat hits it and it rolls right away and it just opens up. Oh, gosh. That's so stupid. <laughs> That's such a Disney thing, though, to happen like that. So, yeah. So then Ahsoka, or, uh, Sabine is just staring at the map. And it's cool because like, she can, like, it's like a fully interactive scan where she can, like, take things out, zoom in. Like, it was a cool thing. So she's looking at, like, the temple room where the sphere was taken. And you see, there's just three beings on there that we see Ahsoka look at. And she's like, three people, three faces. And part of me was like, the father, son, and daughter from Mortis. That's what I said in the breakdown. Want to watch party? Yeah, yeah, my watch party. I, I was, was like, like, is that is there gonna be a connection between Mortis? Because I'm like, yeah, there was, because the, the temple on Lothal had the Mortis gods on it, and Sabine is familiar with them. So I was like, is she gonna do a name drop with like all that stuff? And mm-hmm. said, didn't say anything, and then you just see her like, oh, it clicks in her head and she looks at one of the symbols and the symbols on the, on the, uh, sphere. And then she's like, starts turning the knobs on the sphere, decides, and it lines up and it awakens. It turns on. And so it projects like a, a map of the galaxy. And then, which is interesting, which I want curious to see what your interpretation is. Like, it projects out further, way off in a distance, another star, a galaxy type looking thing. So my question to you is, is that just it's zooming in on one little part and it's just expanded? Or is that pointing to like a region, like the unknown regions? That's what I think. That's why I think that map would make sense if it was there for so long. Like it, it literally like pointed to like why would how would that map be there you know what i mean like what's the point of that map like how would it like that's more confusing than trying to find luke skywalker's map right in episode seven or whatever like that is super confusing so it's like which makes me think like that's a mall that's a a mall I just want mall. I don't know why I said mall, <laughs> but that that's a map to me. It seems like that's a map to like the unknown regions to Theron's planet to like that side that no one really goes to or knows how to get to. And right. so like maybe like the witches on that planet had some connections to that. And so they're just assuming if they follow this map, they're able to get to where Thrawn is from and then work their way from there. Yeah, I was my initial thing was it's pointing to a system outside the galaxy, which would be the unknown regions. And I'm like, 
when I always pictured the unknown regions, I always thought it like it's just next to like on the edge of out the outer rim. My outer rim. Just, but this is like way out there, like with this nothing. This is the outer out rims. Yeah. So I'm like, this is. It's like that. So the, so then that's what I was thinking. Well, is this just like a zoom in on a specific thing? Like that line is just a zoom in to this one little part. But like then Sabine walks outside and like looks into to the stars. Like she could see from her place, like the star system that or something. So I was like, is it a zoom in? Is it something else? I don't know. We'll see. We'll find out. But as this is happening, the cat's there and she pests like, we figured it out. And then the loath cat starts to like hiss and scream or whatever. And there's a droid there. And so yeah. I really liked her fighting this droid hand to hand combat. Yeah. This was like probably my favorite part of the episode. Like it looked great. Like it looked like an animated mm-hmm. fight where it was just very like exaggerated movement that you only get in like animated 3D stuff. But like it was like real. And so I thought that was great. Um I thought it was funny when the other droid goes in, grabs the sphere, and just starts, like, banging <laughs> her, like, data pads, like, with her, his gun. And just lets to smash stuff and then shoots the computer thing a couple times. Um, all right, what's up, Lucy? In the chat, wolf cats are the best watchdogs. <laughs> uh, that's kind of funny. Um, I said watch cats. <laughs> Um, so, yeah. Long time no see, Lucy. Yep. I'm sure she made it back safely home after Empire Con. So there's She's that. watching this from a terminal right now. She no. That'd, that'd be, be terrible. But, <laughs> no. yeah, so, it just smashes all the stuff and then leaves. Uh, Sabine takes out the one droid with the gun that, like, was on its back. Like, she's, like, trying to get the gun and like shoots its foot and then she shoots it whatever and then she chases after the other droid who took the sphere and goes down to the elevator I'm like okay and so she goes back to her apartment okay she's gonna get her armor on because you see the helmet she reaches down and she's gonna put her armor on she's gonna put her jetpack on she's gonna fly down there this is what's gonna happen you know she opens the box and takes out a lightsaber and i'm pretty sure that's ezra's lightsaber right I can't remember. I'm terrible with lightsabers. Mm-hmm. I don't so think I, so. Because it's green, same color as Ezra's. It didn't I, look like Ezra's. And so. I'm, but I'm pretty sure Ezra gave. I, he left his lightsaber behind when he went to confront Thrawn in Rebels. I don't. So I, I don't think. Part. So I think she still has his lightsaber. It is they confirm it, says Daddy Pelps. It is they confirm. Oh. So, Spoilers for the next episode. Jeez, chill. No, I'm saying like beforehand, like before the show came out. I think. Oh, okay. Because we'll because because you see like in the preview, like her with the hilt it on mm-hmm. the hilt on the thing, and so um, and I think I I remember looking, I, but I'm also like lightsabers look all the same to me, so it's like hard for me to really analyze because it'd be weird if like she didn't make her own saber, but like also why would she? make one when she just has Ezra's like it's it's like 
sentimental. So, but, so, but she grabs the lightsaber. Okay, fine. So she ends up going down the elevator because apparently it went, it gets, she went back up, whatever. And she goes down there, runs out, and Shin is there with the droid. Mm -hmm. And so she takes out her saber. Shin takes her saber, and they just start fighting. And it was very, like, I I thought it was kind of like a sloppy fight because it's, one, Sabine doesn't know what she's doing because she's, she quit being a Jedi, apparently. And then Shin, she's just a Padawan. abandoned her. She didn't quit. Ahsoka yeah. quit on her. And I, I think they both failed no, each other. No, it's I know that. what she said, but I'm saying... No, 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 no. That's Ahsoka. Sabine wasn't really... Trainable. Trainable. She didn't really put the work in and all that jazz. So I, I don't know. I think they, they both basically gave up on each other. But anyway, a point is Sabine doesn't know what she's doing. Like she just has regular hand to hand combat combat. She does not like a du- lightsaber duelist. Hey, let's be real though. She w- was better with the dark saber than Mando ever was. Well, Mando sucks. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. He's horrible but, with the light, okay. dark saber. Okay, but my point is Sabine doesn't know what she's doing. She was terrible at what she was. Wasn't there a whole episode in Rebels when she got trained? How to use a lightsaber? Yeah, but that doesn't mean she's good. I don't know. And, I think she was good and, because of and how... her. But she's also didn't never fought a force sensitive person before that knows what they're doing. She only used it yeah. against another other people with like non force sensitive people. So that's completely that's just regular hand to hand combat. Yeah, but like fighting someone who's a padawan of a fallen Jedi. Like, I feel like Shin was toying with her the whole time. I think oh, any, I didn't get that. I I think at any point Shin could have killed her if she wanted to. Why wouldn't she then? She did she stab did. her. She did, but I'm saying at any, I'm if saying. she saw Ahsoka coming, she's like, "All right, I gotta wrap this up," <laughs> and stabs her. Um, Shin is but, scary. That's facts. But like a lot of the, the choreography, I thought was kind of they were just hitting blades. Like there was no like real attempt to like attack. It was just they're just like hitting blades to hit blades. Kind of reminded me of like the sequel trilogy choreography where they were just hitting blades just for fun. It was kind of stiff. And so, but I don't. I I think. I, I was viewing it more as like them as actors weren't the best fighters. No, because Natasha, who is Sabine's actress, she's you can find in Instagram videos and stuff of her fighting. Like mm-hmm. she's really good at like fighting and combat stuff. And I was like, dang, they got someone really good to play Sabine because she can really do this choreography stuff. She's really good at fighting. So like I'm not I don't think it was the actors per se, but I don't know. I, I, I was viewing it more as that she was holding her own, not that the other character was telling uh, cause, her. cause she was Sabina was like ninety percent of it was her just like blocking. Like she was 
See, I was so, even the opposite that Sabine was actually the one that was. Oh no, she was attacking. No, the first she, attack was Sabine, not the other one. Well, yeah, right? but the whole time she's blocking every like ninety percent of. Well, yeah, it got to the point where yeah, she was blocking. She and was so like her belly and stuff. So like that's Sabine was just way out of her like realm in this fight. Her so league. and so um so before the fight happens, Sabine comes Hu Yang like Hu Yang, I need you guys' help now. Like I need you to come now. And so during this fight, Ahsoka and Hu Yang they're flying a Across the whole city, like that's a big city, and then the comms tower is like way out there too. So they have mm-hmm. a long distance to go, and I'm like, let's go, let's go, let's go faster, faster, faster. And um, they get out to like the closer, and then like the one droid that had the sphere was like, looked back and saw him coming, and he's like, I'm out, I'm leaving, <laughs> I'm not yeah. staying. Watch this, and so they go, and then the fight really starts where Shin really starts to overpower Sabine. And then Sabine gets stabbed right in the ribs, like to the, off to the side. Mm-hmm. And I yelled out loud. You yelled out loud. I watched yeah. you watch the end of your watch party. And I, I couldn't believe it. Like, I mean, I knew, I knew she's not going to die. Cause right. you get her haircut and stuff, but still, it was still intense. It was an intense and moment. The one thing I don't understand, like people get stabbed with it. Like, why don't you just like, cut them like then move it out rather than straight out like i don't know like Dang, it was in there. we don't want her i know but i'm just saying like if you're fighting someone with the lightsaber you're an evil person oh yeah and you're, you stab them why would you pull it straight why don't you just like go or if you're mando <laughs> we see commando cut people in half with the yeah, dark saber that, that the butcher yeah <laughs> <laughs> but like i'm like dude just Move to the side rather than straight out, and then like you'll for sure get the win. But yeah, so then Shin runs, and then it ends with Sabine laying on the ground, and you see Ahsoka running towards her. So that's how it ends. Goes black, and then it, they did a. At first, I didn't get it, but um, it says for our friend Ray. So that's Ray Stevenson, which is the actor for Balin who died. Mm-hmm. So uh, at first, like first time, I'm like, "Who's Ray?" Like, uh, okay, but yeah, but that's it. That's the episode. And so, like yeah. we said, we have not watched episode two yet. And so, all of our answers are probably going to come in the next episode. Well, and after this stream, I'm going to watch it right away. So yeah, so if you guys want to watch it with me, stay on this live stream. But yeah. And so yeah, I don't really have much predictions. Like I, I assume that she's not dead. Obviously, she just passed out. The she next episode, she cuts her hair and she tur- gets her Mandalorian outfit back. I, I feel like the Sabine stuff. I think we could go. Like obviously, the second episode, she's gonna be like, "Am I like she's gonna be in the hospital or whatever?" But like, I feel like. It might be a couple episodes where Sabine's not really the focus anymore, and this is gonna be more focused on what Ahsoka's doing, and then we'll return back to. I don't. I think we're Sabine and Ahsoka is the whole show. They're together. Because it would just be lame if like 
10 minutes into the episode, she's all healed up, like, with back she's, to... I mean, like, if you look at the thumbnail of this next one, it's literally her in her Mandalorian outfit. Well, next to Ahsoka. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure she's going to be with her. Oh, that's kind of stupid because then it's like no stakes. Like that's stupid. Because she literally said in the before all that happened, she's like, "It looks like I'm going on a trip," so she's gonna go with Ahsoka. Well, she said that because she didn't realize she was gonna get stabbed five minutes later by a lightsaber. I know, but we already. <laughs> if they didn't one put it in the thumbnail, like would she say you always hate that? Yeah, because they they spoil a lot of that stuff. I didn't even look at the. Th- I didn't even look at. It. I didn't read the description of the next episode. I just. Ignore well, it. they they didn't even say the description. It just says part two on it. No, there's a description because I saw that there was one, but I didn't read it. Oh, I didn't see that. But they also like change it every cup. Like the first when right release, there's like nothing, and then like the next day there's stuff, and then that's true because like now they probably actually aren't part one and part two. It probably says like <laughs> the official names of right. The... But yeah, so that's it. Um, I gotta, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna watch it soon, but like, I gotta like start, cause I have my reaction video to the first episode. I gotta start like setting up to edit. I gotta reset up all my cameras and stuff to do the uh, X reaction. Ooh, so, you got a lot of work to do. I, I, gotta, I don't got some fancy studio like you where you can just do everything in one spot, but yeah. Could but. and I got I bought a lapel mic so I hopefully that audio is I sure you haven't even really played with it I thought you already had it I got I did it experiment with it and stuff but I gotta mm-hmm. like see how it works how like actually final product comes out so but let's go over some social media and yes. then we'll get out uh so in the description links.co slash empire radio links with two eyes landing page for everything empire radio so if you're new because sometimes we get a jump with new listeners looking for stuff so if you're new follow us on instagram facebook uh youtube so we do live streams on twitch and then i edit a high quality version on youtube of the episode and so go follow us on all that stuff so live streams every episode and then usually the next same day or next day uh, depending on when we record, I have stuff on YouTube. And then, yeah. Speaking so- of YouTube, I know this is like a small feat for a lot of people. Um, but we're almost at 500. We're, we're knocking on 500. Riff. Someone so, just found us the other day, uh, last night, and commented on one of our videos this morning. And he subscribed and he was like, Yeah, I was 420. <laughs> so we have oh. 420. Uh, followers on subscribers on youtube so keep following us there um, yeah go go spread the word to you old listeners because we have way more listeners than we do youtubers but go go spread the word and i just yeah. found out found out that once you hit 500 subs and you you know post so many videos or whatever a week you can do uh the support thing under so you could like donate money to us on youtube so Ooh. hit hit 500 and you can send us some money or you can just or send us um, money email us too if you want to send email us, us if you want to send us some money <laughs> um, was not cheap just say um, <laughs> but yeah so but we also have a discord we have a fun discord and so if you want like people to discuss star wars with go join our discord make, make some friends we got a lot of cool people there um and we have our fan email. If you ever want to send us an email about anything, 
we also do a voicemail section. So usually every episode we do voicemails, but when there's like multiple episodes we do in a week, we only do it once a week. And so um, we'll be doing voicemails tonight during episode two discussion. Um, we have plenty of those. We got like f- five, I think. So we're Hello. good now. Well, and we got um, Andrew on tonight too. Yeah, so we're going to have a long episode tonight. So yeah, uh, buckle in for that. And then we are also part of com, which is a entertainment network. And so if you like all kinds of nerdy stuff, whether it's Star Wars or Marvel or DC or all kinds of stuff, go check that out. There's always there's podcasts and articles and stuff, so go check that out. Um, I think that's it. Yeah. Anything else, Drew? No, I'm excited to go watch episode two. I was really upset that we didn't record last night because I wanted to watch episode two so late. So late, but that's Uh, fine. All right, but you've been listening to another Ahsoka Tastic episode of Empire Radio. I'm Jeremiah. I'm Drew. And may the force be with you. Always. Needlessly Nerdy, your source for all things nerdy. www.needlesslynerdy.com